Hi, welcome to Travel Time. This time we're talking about the first porter call on our eight-night Mediterranean Aegean cruise, which was in Messina, Sicily. We arrived at Messina mid-morning, so we were able to watch as we entered the Strait of Messina. It's a beautiful entry with a nice view of mainland Italy on one side of the boat and the island of Sicily on the other. As you enter the port of Messina, there's a 60-meter tall golden statue of the Madonnina on a column above an inscription that translates to, we bless you in your city. The phrase is a quote from a letter that the Virgin Mary wrote to the city of Messina in AD 42. So legend has it that Paul came to Messina to convert the city to Christianity. And at first there was a lot of resistance, but over time many converted and some returned with Paul to Palestine where they met the Virgin Mary. They persuaded Mary to send a letter to the citizens of Messina So she sent a letter written in Hebrew, rolled and tied with a lock of her hair. She told the city that she would grant them perpetual protection due to their devotion to her and closed with the quote now on the statue. 1900 years later, the words were inscribed on the Fort San Salvatore wall, which later became the base for the Madonna statue. Mary, known as the Madonna of the letter, is the patron saint of the city. We did a Disney port excursion on this trip, Scenic Messina City Tour. If you're looking at the different options, its code number is MSN01. The tour lists a motor coach taking you to each stop, but our tour was entirely by foot. I think this adjustment was due to the COVID protocols in place at the time, but it did mean our tour became um, a bit smaller in the area than advertised. Our tour guide was very enthusiastic and a really fun woman who was well-versed on Sicilian history and the history of Messina. So she was a joy to have on the trip. We started out by walking to see some of the local government buildings and some older buildings that are now used as a university. I believe that this particular part of the tour was likely added in because the motor coach was not an option. And there were a few things listed in the tour description that we did not visit at all because we didn't have the motor coach. And I say this mostly because although the architecture was nice, one of the buildings was basically a food court in a really nice building. So the building was nice and historic, but we were basically looking at kind of a burger joint. The tour focused a lot on Messina's history, so it's helpful to know a little bit about its past. Messina has a long history, long considered the doorway to Sicily, and was long coveted for its port, and their port's shaped like a sickle. The location links the Mediterranean to Italy, and thus was very strategic throughout times. In spite of its important place in history, it's interesting to note that only one building survived from the ancient era due to an earthquake just after Christmas in 1908 that was listed as Europe's most powerful earthquake at 7.5 by today's Richter scale. The earthquake centered on the Messina Strait and was followed by a tsunami with 40-foot waves moments later that hit several coastal cities. Most of southern Italy's cities lost half of their residents that morning. Messina's population had been 150,000, but was reduced to just hundreds. The death toll throughout Italy was 200,000. Many residents remaining were relocated to other cities as the old cities were uninhabitable, and many of those immigrated to America. In 1909, a single cargo ship, the Florida, arrived in New York City with 850 passengers, all from Naples, who were refugees from this particular earthquake. In Messina, Sicily, the 16th century church of Ringo was the only building to survive and stands to this day. Our tour arrived next at the Piazza del Duomo, or City Square, which sits in front of the Cathedral of Messina. The cathedral was consecrated in 1197. It was reconstructed after the 1908 earthquake and again reconstructed after heavy artillery bombardment in World War II caused additional damage. Inside, even many of the statues are recreated with only one original statue and one original mosaic pointed out to us as original and fully intact. In addition, the letter and the hair mentioned earlier are preserved as relics and are brought out on a special in a special vessel once a year to recall the blessing 
blessing contained in the letter from the city's patron, the Madonna of the letter. The tower also houses the world's largest astronomical clock, which is pr- quite impressive. The clock also features a scene at the at noon where the Virgin Mary's letter is delivered to Messina by Paul to further tie to the city's history. The clock was built in 1933 by a German company. It was commissioned by the Archbishop to commemorate the rebuilding of the church following the 1908 earthquake. One carousel represents days of the week and features a deity from mythology for each day. For example, Sunday is Apollo driving a horse. Monday is Diana driving a deer, etc. Another carousel shows the stages of life. So every quarter hour, it advances the life from infancy to childhood to adulthood to the elderly, which each passing before the figure of death. During each quarter of the year, a different biblical scene is shown. For example, from Christmas to Epiphany, it features shepherds bowing before Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. An epiphany to Easter shows the kings coming to adore Jesus held by Mary. At the top of a crowned lion, the symbol of Messina, waves a flag of Messina at noon, moves its tail, and roars three times. If you're in town at noon, it's worth a visit to see its animations. It moves once a day at noon and lasts 12 minutes. We continued on to the only ancient building still standing, as well as a statue nearby of Don Giovanni d'Austria dedicated to honor the victor of the Battle of Lepanto in 1571. On the tour, we progressed to a local cafe for an Italian treat. They served wine or a non-alcoholic drink and some savory Sicilian treats. They are very tasty, and we really enjoyed this little stop. We did have the option after this of exploring on our own briefly and re-meeting the guide to return to the ship, or just exploring on our own and returning to the ship on our own. We decided to explore on our own and return on our own, and we stopped at a pastry shop to get cannolis and granitas, making me a huge fan of granitas, especially lemon granitas. Like a frozen lemonade, but with a much lighter, cooler texture. The drinking age there was 17, so our oldest son enjoyed his first beer with his dad there as well. We continued and walked around town and then back to the ship, and all in all, had a nice day on the island. Our tour guide really made this trip good. A few notes. I really liked the tour of the church and the history associated with the stops, but I did feel like compared to the description of the tour, it was very much abbreviated, but for the same price. I understand it's due to the lingering pandemic, but it made the trip a little more disjointed. It was a short excursion to begin with, but felt very drawn out to me, like intentionally drawn out. And by that, I mean, not drawn on time, but we would go to places and spend way longer at places than was needed because there was nowhere. We did, some things were cut out and we weren't going to them from what it felt like. I enjoyed the time in the cathedral, but I did feel especially this was very drawn out. A significant amount of time we were just sitting in the building waiting for the next thing and could have skipped the guided museum tour. The museum tour was interesting but they did do it with a guide and we stopped at every single thing. It's a, it's a small museum, so it wasn't an extended time. But I felt like for people who maybe didn't want to spend as much time in the museum or wanted to spend just a little time, the guided tour wasn't necessarily nece- necessary. I personally would have preferred exploring the museum on my own and just meeting back up with the group as I would have spent probably considerably less time. I think they should have probably said you have this much time to explore the church and to go around. The food tasting part, I wouldn't change. That part was fun and tasty. I would say pick a seat early as a lot of, as a lot of the seats are not in the shade and it was quite hot and it will be anytime you go in the summer. Don't linger. Go ahead and get to a seat in the shade if you want a seat in the shade. I'm personally glad we learned about the city. If I were doing it again, I likely would pick a different tour. Some of the ones that I heard good feedback about were ones on Mount Etna or Taormina, or preferably for me, one of the nature-centric excursions. The other one that I was really interested in was the walk at Alcantara Gorge. My family had mixed feelings on whether or not they wanted to do that one, so we ended up doing this one. We also heard from others on the crew that they really loved the ATVs at Mount Etna. So the next time I go, I would pick something different. 
If you just want to have a little short excursion to see the city, this is a really good pick to do because it does tell you about the city. You're at the church. They generally try to try to time it so that you're there at noon and you can see the astronomical clock changeover. But um, it's a very explorable city on foot. You can definitely get off the ship and walk around. You're not going to get lost. You can see the ship from almost everywhere in town. It's a, it's not that large of a town. After my husband got back on the ship, my boys and I actually continued exploring for a little bit. And we were not concerned about getting back in time. But that said, like I said, I probably would have taken one of the things that took, on, took you on a tour bus out of the city and up the coast a little bit to Taravina or to Mount Etna and explored a little bit there. I had had feedback from the family that they wanted to do a shorter excursion. And a lot of the excursions, if you leave Messina, are not shorter excursions. So this excursion was about three to five, three to four hours. I would say it's probably closer to three. Most of the ones that go out of town were five, six, seven hour excursions. Um, so that, that could be a factor as well. If you don't want to do a short excursion, you definitely will be leaving town. If you don't want to do a long excursion, there aren't a lot of options. You're probably best off exploring on your own or taking this little tour that we took. The one thing I thought was kind of funny was when we were touring the cathedral, it was clearly set up for a wedding, which I thought with all the tourists they had coming in and out of the cathedral, I felt like the bride was very brave <laughs> because they had all the flowers set up and there was nothing keeping you from walking around by where the flowers were and stuff. Um, so that was just kind of amusing. We overall enjoyed our step at Messina and learning a little bit of the history and definitely having a little bit of a taste of um, some of the Italian foods. The next time I will be doing an episode, we'll be talking about our next stop was at Mykonos, Greece, where we visited both Mykonos and Delos. Until then, happy travels. <laughs>